Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode nine of the Whistling in the Dark podcast. I'm Patrick Bradley down here in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, today, I'm going to just pretty much go through the news, uh, the different sites, how I've been doing. I guess we say a news roundup. This one is going to have to be a good bit shorter because uh, I got to leave here <laughs> in like 25 minutes. Um, so uh, I I did look around. I found, um, you know, I got I've got all the kind of main sites open that I like to look at. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I thought something, uh, you know, in talking to some people about, uh, you know, the podcast sort of so far, um, one of the things I think that is good is to kind of keep trying to go at this sort of overview of different sources of the news and just kind of see how the different um, sources are kind of crafting the news and just what the news is and, you know, if it's actually uh, something important or is it very distracting. <clears throat> uh, something else, too, though, uh, is, you know, the fact that I do have a PhD in physics and, you know, um, have that kind of mathematical scientific background. I've done research, you know, uh, before in my life, you know, been employed as a scientist. And uh, so, you know, I think um, talking about things that kind of, you know, maybe touch on both, uh, you know, not just the libertarian or political side, but also sort of bringing in some more technical analysis or, you know, also um, internet type stuff. So I was also thinking of looking at, uh, you know, uh, something like Gizma uh, Gizmodo or Engadget. <clears throat> so we'll see, uh, see how I go here, see how much time, I mean, 20, 20 minutes or so isn't generally a a lot of time for me. Um, so I thought I normally start with CNN. Um, but I would say, you know, really, as as far as going from trying to go through some continuous path, I mean, I, I would say that, you know, MSNBC or, or Huffington Post are probably the sort of the most, uh, <clears throat> you know, sort of anti-Trump, uh, you know, publications out there I, yeah I, I mean I don't even know maybe that's just like the parties now it's just against Trump or for Trump I mean maybe the Republicans are sort of divided <clears throat> as they're Republicans but then you have the pro and uh, against Trump Republicans so anyway uh, let's look at MSNBC see what they're what they're doing today their main sort of front and center story is, and they've done a really great job putting white text on a white background, so it's hard to read, but it says, Mueller wants more indictments related to collusion this fall. Um, so, you know, they're, uh, Bloomberg, Mueller are poised to zero in on Trump-Russia collusion allegations. Um, <clears throat> it is interesting... Um, that this, uh, looks like this immigration, uh, may have finally gone away, <laughs> though they got to drag up something. So now it is the, uh, the mule Mueller, uh, you know, Russia stuff. And what is he? Oh, it's a, uh, it's actually, uh, the video. These are all videos. God, MSNBC is the nuts 
Um, so then we have uh, does SCOTUS decision empower uh, Trump on immigration? Um, is uh, the uh, SCOTUS the SCOTUS is, uh, Supreme Court? Um, so the Supreme Court. Uh, I guess it's today, um, decided to uphold some version of the travel ban. And, you know, something I mentioned before, too, is just, you know, I mean, what that actually means, like what actual language. I mean, you know, originally he did some, you know, wanted to ban anybody coming in from specific, uh, you know, countries that were, you know, had a large Muslim population. Um, I'm pretty sure they didn't uphold that. Um, but anyway, so that's the big thing here, you know, uh, is, is, uh, Supreme court decision empowering Trump on him. Does it empower Trump on immigration? The decision is a dark day for our country. The SCOTUS, uh, sessions calls fought over family separation radicalized, um, which we may actually, uh, agree with that a bit. I mean, I, I, well, I don't know, but I can't even I can't bring this up. So let's get off uh, MSNBC because I'm not I'm not trying to play like videos from them uh, on the show is Trump's travel ban constitutional. So uh, it's all it's all travel ban um, and a little little slice of the past immigration thing. Um, but, you know, obviously super negative. I haven't even looked inside, uh, at the Huffington Post. I just opened it up. So they're big, uh, you know, they're all, they're celebrating pride. Um, you know, somebody mentioned to me, uh, this week that Huffington Post was actually started by, uh, Breitbart or is his name Breitbart or is it just the name of his, but anyway, the guy that started Breitbart who may also have the last name of that. Um, and and uh what's her name huffington and apparently she was a libertarian too <laughs> it's like they actually just wanted to start i guess they saw maybe just uh you know opportunity or something anyway and it, it's interesting that it's sort of grown into this um i have no idea what the story is behind all that um but they uh so their top they they sort of have some Normally, when you come to their page, they have kind of below the header, like a third or more of the page is some big ass like article, I guess, editorial type thing. This one's peering inside the mind of a predator. Uh, so, you know, without clicking on that, but I mean, that seems okay. It's just some article about some predator person. Wicked Mitch. So here's the real top main story. Uh, outside the editorial, it's Wicked Mitch. Heist of the century pays off. Mitch McConnell reaps the benefits of his stolen Supreme Court seat. I'm sure they're referring about this. And Supreme Cruelty, the travel ban is upheld. Um, Ginsburg, I guess these are some of the Supreme Court people as scathing dissent. Um... Yeah, it's uh, it's still the same stuff. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to even talk about this. I just like barely care at this point. I mean, it's just the same thing over and over. We've already gone over the last three episodes. Um, 
you know, I, at this point, I feel like I, if you've listened to the, uh, you know, episodes prior to this, um, you know, at this point, it just, it's starting to already feel like beating a dead horse, just like looking at the language that they use and how all of their articles, I mean, it's just all, you know, anti-Trump propaganda. Uh, so CNN, it was interesting. I did look at it first real quick and, um, and then I had to, uh, and then I went back and they, they already, they had removed this. Um, but, uh, the title now they change they do a lot i guess in these things they they like a b test titles all the time you know just trying so hard to get more clicks and everything so apparently this is about a tweet trump uh made after the travel ban was upheld and it says supreme court upholds a travel ban wow so, uh, I thought this was sort of amusing. President Donald Trump relished a victory at the Supreme Court on Tuesday with uncharacteristic brevity. Wow, was his initial explanation on Twitter after the court upheld his travel ban. If the one, world, if the one word response was joyful, it also reflected a nuanced reality. <laughs> it definitely, I mean, yeah, I guess if you just, you can read into the word wow any way you want, right? Like, so it's just like right there. I mean, it, you know, there's no, you know, you know I mean, like, God, I wonder where they're going to go, right? Like, um, I, 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 do you think that there's, like, where would you put the odds that it's not going to be attacking Trump, that it's not going to be some, like, racist thing or whatever, you know, some fucking way to just say it, he's awful because he, use the word wow and it actually that's very nuanced it's it's not it's it the uh, there is that that's the right there it is right there there is no nuance in cnn's various uh reporters or writers um work it's not nuanced it takes no matter what it's the same you know conclusion right it's just always like they are just they, they have one agenda and there's no, you know, there's no nuance. The only nuance is how they can sort of clumsily like spin something or find some pictures or something and, and may, may, you know, figure out like what gets, you know, people more riled up and then just run with that. But anyway, so it reflected a nuanced reality. The court did offer Trump an unequivocal win, determining he was within his authority to protect the country's national security by limiting who comes into the country, just as the immigration debate reaches a boiling point. The 5-4 ruling essentially gave him a green light. To this, <laughs> this is, I, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe I need to read the, uh, <laughs> read read what this uh, ruling was, but it says the 5-4 ruling essentially gave him a green light to express himself however he wishes, even if that language veers into bigoted and or racist speech without fear of legal repercussion. <laughs> uh, okay. Like, what? You know? Um, so... So again, right? I mean, this is this is like written by like a uh, below average, you know, middle school person or something. I mean, so 
the if the one word response was joyful, it also reflected a nuanced reality. So, I mean, what? I don't, I don't, I just don't even get it, right? Like, they, like, what? There's no, there's literally, like, no connection. It's just, like, this thing was held up. That was, that was what he wanted. And then now he can say racist and bigoted things without uh, fear of legal repercussion. <clears throat> um, I guess I could be wrong that I maybe I need to read this Supreme Court ruling, but I have a really, really funny feeling that nowhere in there does it say that anything about the president and ex the way he can express himself, <laughs> whether it can be racist or bigoted. I mean, so, but, you know, like, what's the important thing, right? It's fucking propaganda. It's to get your friends to just... Like, uh, you know, if it hasn't been driven home already, just every single day, just pound it into their head that Donald Trump is racist. Donald Trump is racist. The people that like him are racist. And racism is the worst problem in our country. You know, like that that's the, you know, the new path that they've taken. Um, and I do. I remember the good old days back when, you know, George W. was was in office when the left, their big, you know, uh, their big issue was was war and murder, you know, killing all these people in the Middle East and, uh, you know, like Patriot Act kind of stuff, mass surveillance, you know, but now it's, you know, They've been reduced to this because they are actually on the side of the war uh, machine. The left is on the side of the war machine. The left is on the side of the, you know, mass surveillance and spying on U.S. citizens. So uh, now, you know, they but they got to keep the fight, right? Like they the this sort of political like show doesn't work unless you have, you know, an enemy. So you got to, you know, you got to keep them focused. Anyway, uh, so that's great. Um, see what uh, demonstrators, their, their watch live thing is demonstrators pro protest the Supreme Court's ruling on the travel ban. Uh, Sarah Sanders receives you. I mean, you know, like fucking protest the fucking wars, man. Like. Sarah Sanders is to receive Secret Service protection. I don't care. Trump insults a restaurant that booted Sarah Sanders. I actually read that tweet. I actually saw that myself, and I, you know, sort of thought like, "Jeez, dude, like, chill out." And it's yeah. I mean, I get that aspect. Of, like that. That is real, right? Like Trump is not like quote unquote presidential. Um, and he just fucking he says he you know he just says some fucking stuff that that is shocking to, to come from a president's mouth you know, um, but I also remember back I remember I remember when I went to see that movie W, uh, it was all about you know Bush and all that stuff and I I went with some chick that I guess she was probably uh, 
you know, liberal or whatever. And, um, you know, and everybody's laughing and, you know, because uh, for if, if you're too young to to remember that, um, you know, George Bush was just considered a buffoon. He was considered like an idiot. And everybody thought that his vice president and other people around him were really running the show. Um, and so, you know, whatever. And, you know, I, I just thought about it today, though, um, because that really bothered me back then. And, you know, I remember telling her, I was just like, yeah, you know, like listening to people laughing and stuff. It's just like this shit isn't like funny, man. You know, like. Like this, this regime killed like a million fucking innocent, you know, just people just fucking attacked and, and you know, on the heels of, of just decades of, of causing fucking political unrest in the Middle East, you know, and now they kill all these people, you know, and the pay all the spying stuff and Patriot Act, like, you know, this stuff is like fucked up. You know, it's not funny. Like, oh, he's a, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. It's like, it's how you make yourself feel better. I mean, I guess, you know, maybe that's like their way. They're laughing in the dark instead of whistling in the dark or whatever. But I don't know, man. This shit's fucked up. And, uh, you know, and it's kind of like the same thing here. It's like, I just don't give a shit about this dude's personality, man. You know, it's just like. It's what he's what he's doing is what matters, you know, and um, it's uh, I mean, from from our perspective, from the libertarian perspective, like the voluntarist perspective, you know, it's mostly bad, but it kind of feels like a little bit more of a mixed bag than maybe Obama and Bush, who were, you know, largely bad, um, you know. I mean, I'm trying to think, like, even something like the gay marriage stuff, again, like, I mean, sure, you know, I I want gay people to be able to get married and, you know, whatever. Like, I don't want any regulation of that. But, you know, it, so it, you know, I think I was very aligned with the sort of standard left uh, view that, like, gay people, like, should be able to get married and, you know, whatever. But, you know, don't. You know, they, it's like you went the wrong way. You like added more regulation to make it happen when you should just be repealing regulation. I mean, marriage just should not be regulated. Like, who is the fucking government protecting? You know. So you know, but I mean, I guess so. I guess there was there's at least in spirit. You know, I, I'm sure I could come up with maybe some other stuff. And uh, you know, the Iran deal, which um, you know, I'm not very well versed in it, but. Um, you know, it was, it was pretty good after eight years of just slaughtering people, I guess he threw them a bone. Um, and so, yeah, you know, and so I, I just feel like it's like a very similar kind of thing. Like just like making, felt like making like photoshops of him naked with like a little dick. It's like, man, you know, like you, this is not the fucking, like, this is not important like you're this is fucking like you know grade school shit but then i guess when you read like you know what they're you know reading and where they're getting their like ideas from it's basically you know it has the sort of depth of 
you know, sort of grade school type of uh, logic. You know, like I, I even think like a, a pretty intelligent high schooler would probably be able to see through most of this stuff. Um, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, anyway, so uh, yeah, that stuff does kind of bother me. And it's just like that language is just always, always, you know, pushed. And, you know, it works. Like, what can you say, man? It works. I, you know, I, uh, I, I mean, I think a lot of totalitarian regimes have used it over the years and, um, to, you know, much success. Uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of like German citizens weren't like super on board with like the Holocaust. Um, but, you know, the propaganda was good enough to like allow it to happen. Um, and I, you know, I, I don't know. I I've actually never really read like what, you know, what number of people, I mean, you know, it's one thing if you're sort of like a, ger uh, you know, a non-Jew German that isn't, you know, trying to rise up, um, versus somebody going to like, you know, that's like actually into it or whatever. Um, you know, like, I mean, the one person is just, maybe they have kids, you know, they don't want to, they're just scared to die, you know, like, I mean, you know, I'm not, like, out there doing anything radical, you know, I'm just talking because, you know, I mean, I pay my taxes, because I don't want to go to, I don't want to get fucking put in a cage, you know, um, you know, I'm not, well, certainly, uh, you know, I'm opposed to sort of, like, violently attacking anyway, um, but, you know, uh, I think that, you know, there's definitely a difference between, you know, sort of like buying it hook, line and sinker and just being like, fuck, this is fucked up. But like, you know, I don't want to die, you know, um, I don't want to die myself. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I feel super bummed just looking at this today. Uh, so there's a bunch of stuff about Sanders. It's all about Sanders. That's kind of interesting. So, uh, you know, we got MSNBC going about the Supreme Court stuff and um, uh, CNN's like all up on this Sanders. I mean, this feels like this was from like last week. Um, yeah, nothing else. Something about Manafort. I don't know. So you know, little little collu little collusion stuff. Um, anyway, let's see what the BBC is saying. Trump says travel ban ruling is tremendous. U.S. state sue over migrant separation. <laughs> U.S. child fires a gun found in a couch in IKEA. <laughs> uh. Taliban bomb maker guilty of Westminster, Westminster plot. So I guess they stopped some uh, terrorist thing before it happened. Amer a real human cost. American Muslims decry the travel ban. And I got to tell you, man, it's not. I, I think that it is not American Muslims that decry it. I think it's the fucking left. Um. Saudi-led, UN, Saudi-led coalition behind most Yemen child casualties. Eritrea delegation in Addis Ababa for landmark uh, 
talks. I don't know anything about that. Um, 17, oh, so 17 states sue the U.S. administration over migrant families, separations, uh, Indonesian elections, thousands flee as Syrian army intensifies the Dara, D-E-R-A-A assault World Cup. Top court backs the travel ban. Uh, Sudan court scrapes teens death sentence and marital rape uh, case. Libya calls the UN. Uh, that'd be probably interesting. Libya calls the UN to block an illegal oil sale. Yeah, as a UN's doing such a good job for those uh, Yemenis. Libya's Tripoli-based government of national accord, the GNA, has called on the UN Security Council to block any illegal oil exports from the war-stricken country after a rival government seized control of key oil installations. UN, the UN-backed internationally recognized government move comes after renegade whatever some person captured the two renegade general somebody or other the two oil terminals um of ras lanuf and sidra earlier this week um u.n security council's resolutions are very clear oil facilities production and exports must remain under the exclusive control of the tripoli based national oil corporation the noc and the sole oversight of the government of national accord as he chairman mustafa sanala said in a statement we're confident that the gna and our international partners will take the necessary steps to stop all exports and breach of international law so you know um I'm not exactly sure, like, what these sides are, uh, or this rogue general, um, but, yeah, calling in the UN to, you know, that's their, uh, that's probably a big job of the UN, is to make sure, you know, the oil stays in the right people's hands. Um, <clears throat> so, that's what we got there. So, you know, we got, we got Al Jazeera and BBC are on this, um, you know, Supreme Court thing, and, um, I mean, it's legit, right? It's like an actual Supreme Court decision. Uh, it's not just like complete bullshit. Um, let's see what Democracy Now! has. Their top story is things that make white people uncomfortable. NFL's Michael Bennett on kneeling for racial justice. Uh, he's actually a newly signed by the Philadelphia Eagles this year, or he was traded. Um, so things that make white people comfortable... Uh, some, you know, book he wrote, you know, it's probably stupid. Um, Michael Bennett on concussions and brain injuries. Fans need to stop dehumanizing players. Um, yeah. He sure likes to fucking point the finger, huh? <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. You know, it's like if people were fucking forcing you to do this. You know, but it's like, you know, don't do it. I mean, it's something that, like, only, you know, in recent years has it really come out, uh, like, the connections with the CTE problem and, you know, head injuries and concussions and how it can cause that and people killing themselves and, you know, um, you know, and uh, I mean, I don't know, like, I, I doubt even the people entering the NFL this year 
when they first started playing football, they probably nobody had ever even heard of CTE, you know, like it's not even like this generation like of players that are out there yet. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know how the fuck you can turn this on fans. I mean, <laughs> like, what are the fucking fans doing? Like, they don't make the rules. You know what I mean? They don't design the equipment. Like dehumanizing players, man. It's like they fucking, you know, they deify players. I mean, I guess if you think that like putting them up on a pedestal is dehumanizing, but you know, I'm pretty sure it's not what he's saying. Um, it's probably connected to this sort of, you know, uh, anti, you know, white stance that he has. He wants to make white people uncomfortable. As he's so radical. It's so hard in this day and age, right? Oh my God, like to challenge, uh, you know, challenge white people or white culture, you know, that's fucking tough. Like there's, you know, all these news stories I just went through, like, sure, they're not just going to fucking eat it up. Uh, anyway, so I got to keep moving, moving through. So I'm going to do the anti-war uh, U.S. indefinitely suspend South Korea war games. Uh, ben Rhodes, Obama armed jihadists in Syria, Air Force, $10,000 toilet seats and data rights. Uh, UN offers to manage the Yemen aid port of Hodeida. Um, and in Iraq, anti-ISIS operation launched 15 killed in Iraq. Um, you know, so, something that I haven't said, and, uh, I'm really going to have to pop out, I think at this point, um, but something I haven't said, but that's, you know, that's your little, <laughs> there's your roundup, uh, you know, the usual, you know, you go from some Mueller stuff on MSNBC and some things about the Supreme Court to, uh, you know, how HuffPost really going hard on the Supreme Court thing and making it out to be the heist of the century because apparently Mitch McConnell stole a seat, um, Oddly, CNN is, like, not really talking about it. They're talking about Sarah Sanders, so that's interesting. And, um, you know, but then they did have that one article that they took down where they somehow managed to call, you know, managed to tie this Supreme Court ruling to Trump being racist. And then, you know, BBC and Al Jazeera were big on the travel ban. Uh, Democracy Now! doesn't say shit about uh, this travel ban. Well, there, there's a uh, separating children at the border creates trauma passed down through the generations. That's, I guess it's new. I swear that's an older story. Um, but anyway, they don't have, yeah, they don't have anything about the Supreme Court thing. Um, well, anti-war doesn't, but that makes sense. Is there a little bit specific topic? And then uh, I did have Reuters. Uh, Reuters. U.S. top court backs the travel ban. Control of U.S. Congress in play in votes in seven states. Yeah, it's something that's kind of coming up, right? Like this election cycle and what's going to happen with the Senate. Uh, yeah, so that's what we got. I did was going to talk about there was uh, this article on The Intercept that was really cool about the wiretap rooms. Apparently some new stuff has come out that like really documents this NSA uh uh, the NSA and AT&T and their, their sort of partnership and they have eight hubs around the country, one of them being in Atlanta and it's just like this massive, massive uh, 
surveillance system. Uh, I guess you're going to have to go back to that. And Gizmodo says, wow, Americans are actually getting better at conserving something. And they're actually conserving water. Uh, we use less water than we have in previous years. And they're amazed that, that Americans do that. But one funny thing is, is that actually American uh, U.S. energy uh, consumption has been on the decline over, you know, I don't know. Since like 2007 or eight, it hit some peak, and uh, it's been sort of declining since then. And I, I think that's generally a trend uh, in in like developed world. Um, so you know, of course, though you've got to like spin it like, ah, oh, stupid Americans, we're so wasteful. I mean, we are, but you know, hey, I guess we're moving in the right direction. Um, so that's all I got, uh, or that's all I got time for today. Um, you know, we, uh, you know, there was a New York article that somebody shared in Facebook about the naturalized citizens that like no longer uh, have the assumption of permanence and how like it's also obviously spun as this is a Trump thing. But if you read the article, it's just continuing Obama policy that's decided to, you know, talk about they just decided to bring it out now. <laughs> and um and then uh, I did I, I, Dave Smith's previous episode uh, that was from Friday was, uh, you know, it was OK, but he really hit his stride when he, he um, you know, so I, I would recommend going and listening to that. Uh, um, it's something called like commies, something like that. But uh, he talks about the, um, you know, this article is talking about how like uh, um Business owners are dictators, something about like collective workers' collectives and how business owners are dictators. And then he says, but our system of government, which is democratic, because you get to vote for your leader once every four years, you get one vote and then you're stuck with that person. They're basically dictators. Trump is now the commander in chief. He campaigned to get out of Afghanistan, but whoops, he sent in more troops. Troops. Where's the democratic process there? And your job and this, I mean, this is kind of paraphrasing. It sounds like I'm quoting him, but I mean, this is like sort of paraphrasing. Your job, you have uh, you have a choice to leave every hour of every day, and it's a voluntary agreement. And the idea to like call a business owner a dictator, while talking in contrast to our government, where I just thought it was fascinating. I didn't really thought about that. It's like, sure, we get to vote on this guy once every four years. But then they get like four years of dictatorship, you know, I, I thought that was a great point. So, so I know that there was like uh, no connection between that and what else I was talking to or talking about. But the news cycle, uh, the news roundup stuff is, you know, pretty disjointed because I'm sort of just going through and, and kind of seeing what uh, what everybody's saying. So you don't have to look in all these hellacious corners of the Internet. Uh, so with that, guys, I got to go and um, I will uh, I will get back on soon for a little more uh, solid episode. Until then, take it easy.